Hey, this is Taylor McCaffrey. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Do me a favor, share this podcast with other people. We thank God that this podcast has been reaching many different nations of the world. And also, if you haven't already, I want you to pray about partnering with us every month as we continue to preach the gospel and go after the harvest of souls. And we also feed hungry people with Feed the Hungry every single month. So if you'd like to be a part of that with us, our website is faithandfire.de. You can go to that website. All the giving information is there. And when you partner with us, a portion of your seed goes to helping feed the hungry. And obviously, as we continue to do live meetings and preach the gospel, you're a part with us of every single soul that's one into the kingdom. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening on audio podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, this is going to be a great podcast because yesterday I dealt with uh, some things in prayer. I'm going to continue that today. And today it's about understanding your place in prayer. It's important that as believers, you understand your place in prayer because it determines whether or not you're going to be effective. Um, you know, it's one thing to have confidence and boldness in prayer. Uh, that only really comes from understanding your place. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number, uh, I'll start reading in verse 4. But God is so rich in his mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. <clears throat> For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So it's important to understand that uh, your humanity doesn't disable you from receiving from God. What do I mean by that? Well, a lot of times Christians have this idea that God's in control and they're only human. What can they do? Well, that's, in, that, that's not scriptural. We're human, but the Bible talks about in James chapter 5 that Elijah... Let me just read it to you. James chapter 5, um, and verse 17. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. That's a long time without rain. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain, and the earth began to yield its crops. So Elijah, take the fact that he was a prophet off the table. Because the, in that scripture, it says he was as human as we are. So God doesn't answer the prayers of a five-fold ministry person um, any more than he answers the prayers of somebody who's just your, your believer, who you know does what God's called them to do, but not everybody's called to the five-fold ministry. So if God only answered the prayers of five-fold ministry gifts, then... Uh, he, w he wouldn't be who the Bible says he is, but we know that that's not true. The fivefold ministry gifts have a specific responsibility. For, for whatever reason, God chose me to be uh, in the fivefold ministry, but my prayers are, are not more important than someone who's not called to that. It's different callings. My prayers depend upon the faith of the person praying. That's it. God is no respecter of people. So whatever 
you don't have to be a five-fold ministry to believe God for someone to be healed of cancer or for someone to see a miracle of any kind. You don't have to be a five-fold ministry gift to have that happen. Just build your faith in the Word of God. Faith is what pleases God. The woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5 is a perfect example of that. She heard about Jesus, and so she said to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. And so then she got healed, and Jesus himself said, your faith has made you well. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you, since your faith is the thing that determines your prayer, how your prayers get answered, um, you, you also see by the word of God right and wrong way to, ways to pray. You don't pray for God to just let his will be done in a situation and then, and then just accept whatever happens as God's will. No. You find out through the word of God what his will is, and then when things happen that aren't according to his will, you pray against them. There's things to pray for. There's things to pray against. Sickness and disease are always something to pray against. It's always God's will to heal people. Acts 10.38. For God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, because God was with him. Does everybody get healed? No. Is that because God doesn't want them healed? No. Who knows why? There, there's probably different reasons why certain people didn't get healed, that people were praying for them or whatever. But you can't take someone not being healed and say and, and just throw the bible out the window and say well this stuff doesn't work no that's not how that's that's not it i've prayed for people that didn't get healed i don't know why they didn't get healed i take the responsibility on myself wasn't their fault but i i don't know what happened either i didn't fast and pray enough or my faith wasn't strong enough who knows all I know is the Word of God doesn't fail, and I refuse to stop praying and preaching just because one person, a couple people didn't get healed. Well, whatever. I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. So if you have access to a Bible, then um, you, can, you can receive from God. So understanding your place in prayer is important. Elijah wasn't under... Uh, our covenant, we're under a new and better covenant, is what the Bible says. He was under the old covenant, and look at what God did through him. He wasn't seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus like we are. So, I know people that have very powerful, impactful prayer lives. What do I mean by that? I don't just mean that they sit in a room and they pray all day. I mean... They receive the answers to their prayers, no matter what they're praying for. And those people, uh, some of them aren't even in the ministry. They're, they're called to do other things. But they're believers, and they, they pray. Imagine that. They're the believers, and they pray. It's like an auto mechanic. They work on cars. No surprise. Believers should pray. But it's important to understand your place in prayer. Otherwise, you're always going to pray like this. Here's what a religious prayer sounds like. God, I love you, and uh, I, I know I don't always do the right thing. I don't always uh, 
you know, do what makes you happy. But, you know, I, I do my best and I try hard and I just hope that if it's your will that this thing happened, that I just, I pray that it would happen. That's not, that's not a prayer. Get convinced of, get in the Word of God and find out what belongs to you as a believer and fight for it. What do I mean by fight for it? I'll give you a prime example. When it comes to when it comes to the realm of healing, I'm very passionate. Why? Because Jesus healed me when I was 17 of something that doctors could not diagnose me. Most people turn to doctors for for medical help, and it makes sense. I'm for doctors. People need doctors. But doctors couldn't help me in that situation they couldn't even they didn't even know what it was they couldn't diagnose it they ran every test known to man and this is along this is when i was 17 i'm i'm almost 37 now so you're looking at 20 years ago um and jesus healed me so i'm very passionate about fighting for people's healing because i know that he's a healer you can't convince me otherwise. No matter how many people I pray for that don't get healed, those people not getting healed doesn't convince me that his healing power isn't real. You should feel the same way about every area. When you sow seed financially and you don't see the harvest come back in five minutes, it shouldn't move you off of what the Bible says. That's faith. That's standing your ground on the Word of God. The Word of God is a firm foundation. So understanding your place in prayer. Your, pla- your place in prayer is that when you pray, you're not just praying from earth to heaven and hoping God does something, hoping God's in a good mood that day. You're, you're praying seated in heavenly places. So in a sense, you're in two places at once. Because yes, you live in this physical body. You're a human being. But because Jesus lives in you, you're seated with him in heavenly places, according to the Bible. So when you get into the word of God and you find out how to pray, well, how do you find out how to pray? I just read one scripture to you with Elijah. Elijah was as human as we are. Yet when he prayed earnestly, earnestness in prayer is important. That means you never back off and you believe that what God said is how it's going to be. That's it. Most people, most people who don't see the answers to their prayers is because either they're not praying the right way according to the situation or because there's no earnestness to it. It's just a flippant prayer. They don't, they don't, they don't feel it in their spirit, man. I feel it whenever I pray for somebody to receive healing because I remember what God did for me. I feel it when I pray for somebody in specific things. Because I I understand that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So get some earnestness, some passion in your prayers. That what God's done in your life, He can do in anybody. If they just believe. Believing, only believe. Faith is the key to receiving from God. Anybody who's anybody, I don't care where they live, I don't care what their circumstances are in the natural, 
if they will simply put their faith in Jesus, he will do something about it for them. And there's nothing God's done to you that God won't do something about it right now if you'll put your faith in him. Amen. So, understanding your place in prayer. You're seated in heavenly places. There's a protocol in prayer. Praying to the Father. Put your request in. In the name of Jesus. You can't leave the name of Jesus out of your prayers. That's it's a, it's a mistake. Um, Elijah prayed that no rain would fall, and none did for three and a half years. That's a long time to go without rain. And then when he prayed again, the rain, the rain came. He sent his servant seven times, because the first six times, the servant said, I don't see anything. But Elijah knew in his spirit what he had asked God for. He knew, his, he knew in his spirit what he had seen, what he, what he felt in his spirit. And um, when he sent his servant six times, he said, I don't see anything. Why did Elijah send him another time? After six times, most people give up. Actually, it doesn't even take six times. Most of the time, if they don't see their answer in five minutes, they've given up. Or if they don't see their answer in a week, they've given up. That's not earnestness. Be earnest in your prayers. Father, you said in your word, you know, I don't advocate for anger, but sometimes get upset about it. Get mad about it. Not mad at God, but get mad that you don't see it coming to pass. Say, Father, what is the deal? If I'm missing something, show me, because I know that your word never fails and you never lie. I see this in the word. If I'm seeing it wrongly, help me to see it the way I'm supposed to see it so that I can be effective. I'm tired of not seeing things done. When you get to that place, that's when you get God's attention. Hey, this, my child actually cares about prayers being answered. They're not just praying religiously to fill a time slot. Yes, God cares about spending time with you, but he wants you to care about being effective in prayer. He wants you to pray prayers that get results. He doesn't want you always relying on somebody else to do the prayer work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So understanding your place in prayer is important. And uh, when you look at Mark 11, you could see a major faith principle. Speak to things. Speak to your money. Command it to, to, command it to multiply and prosper. What does the Bible say about it? The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and he has no sorrow with it. If you're not also tithing and giving, you can speak the word all you want. Nothing's going to happen. The same with your physical health. You can speak to your body all you want. If you keep eating a crappy diet, your body's going to break down. It's the combination of the natural and the spiritual that, uh, that makes things work. In relationships, how do you treat people? If you're married, how do you treat your spouse? <clears throat> this is not a podcast on marriage counseling, so I'll just keep going. But how you do things in the natural, prayer is not a replacement for doing things stupidly in the practical. Prayer doesn't override uh, natural stupidity. Sometimes, actually, it does. But if you knowingly do something that is uh, 
harmful in your life. If you knowingly, if you say, I'm not going to tithe for this amount of time so that I can use the money to get out of debt and God will honor me for getting out of debt. That's a dumb decision because when you refuse to tithe for any excuse on the table that you want to mention, you let God know, I don't trust you. Why? Because the Bible says in Malachi chapter 3, starting in verse 10, test me in this and see if I won't open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing so great you don't have room enough to take it all in. So when you decide I'm not going to tithe, fill in the blank with your excuse because of this, it's a mistake. You're letting God know you don't trust him as your source. Instead, you should tithe and say, Father, I'm not just going to tithe. I'm, I'm going to tithe, but I'm also, I want to sow a seed believing you to get me out of debt faster than what I can do in my own strength. God will honor that, man, I'm telling you. And apply this to anything. Prayer covers every part of your life. Yes, you should be praying about every single part of your life. But how you pray matters. Who you pray to matters. There's a formula to prayer. I know people say there's no formula to prayer. It's a relationship. Actually, there's a formula to prayer. If you don't pray the right way, you're going to see a lack of results. And if you pray according to what the Bible says to pray, you will see results. Who wants results in their prayer life instead of just praying? If you say you don't, well, then you can have what you want. Keep doing what you've always done. Don't change a thing and nothing will be different. Have at it. Have a nice life. But if you actually want results in prayer, get into the Bible. And understand that um, when... Don't get discouraged. Discouragement is a big thing that that gets people that it causes people to stop praying for certain things or believing God for certain things. Don't get distracted, don't get discouraged. I've prayed for things. I've been believing God for a specific thing for I'd say a few months now, 3 months, 4 months. I haven't seen any evidence in the natural that 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 it's working. But I don't care. Because I know what the, what the Bible says. I keep speaking the word every single day. I keep thanking God for the thing that I've asked him to do. I could care less what I see in the natural. Don't give a rip. Because I know the capability of the word of God. The same principle given in Genesis chapter 1 when God spoke the earth into existence. I have the faith of God on the inside of me. I don't just have faith in God. I have the faith of God in me. Because we are made in His image. Knowing and understanding your place in prayer. See yourself as a mighty person of prayer. See yourself as somebody that when you pray, mountains get out of your way. When you pray, devils shake and tremble. Because they know you're a person who gets things done. See yourself that way, as a person that when you pray, people are healed. When you pray, somebody's breakthrough is happening. When you pray, things change. That's not arrogance. That's confidence, and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's confidence that God's word cannot be defeated. 
That's confidence, understanding your place in prayer. And when you understand your place in prayer, that helps you with confidence in prayer, but that also helps you, gives you like a a hunger for the Word of God. Because when you understand who you are in Christ, and we understand that better every single day, but when you understand your place in prayer, it motivates you to read in the Gospels and in the Epistles the specific things and how to pray for them, and it motivates you to stand your ground in prayer because you understand that you are not fighting flesh and blood. You're fighting the good fight of faith, and you also understand that when you pray earnestly, that Elijah was just as human as you are, and if God did what God did through him, who's to say you can't call fire down? Okay? I'm not saying that you need to like actually do that in the natural, but I'm also not, not saying that. It's between you and God, what you believe him for. But the point is, understanding your place of prayer. Elijah is not better than you. Whoever you want to name, they're not better than you. Maybe they have a more uh, developed prayer life, but that doesn't mean they're better. That means they've been doing it longer. They have more experience. They've learned what not to do. There's, Like I said, there's a right and a wrong way to pray. When you stop doing it the wrong way and start doing it the right way, you start seeing results. It builds your confidence, not just in your ability to pray, but in God's Word. It builds your confidence as you stand in faith for things to not give up. You know, as as Galatians chapter 6 talks about, don't grow weary in doing good. Well, what is the doing good? Prayer is one of the things of doing good. Don't get don't grow weary in prayer, because in due season you will reap a harvest if you don't give up and quit. Refuse to give up on the things that you're believing God for. Refuse to give up. If you if you need to see something differently, if maybe you uh aren't seeing it properly, just ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, am I seeing this correctly? Am I doing things the way that I should be, according to the Word, to see this thing that I I think I'm believing you for to come to pass? Am I really doing it properly? He'll show you. you Ask God questions, man. Don't just pray things and hope that something happens. It's like playing pin the tail on the donkey. If you don't know what that game is, most people, I hope, do, but, you know, you stand there blindfolded and you try to put something, you know, you don't really know what you're doing, but you hope it works. That's not, oh, that's not prayer. Prayer does not have to be that way. It's not supposed to be. When Jesus spent time with the Father, when he prayed, he knew that what he, it's not just because he was Jesus, okay? Okay. He taught his disciples, pray this way, and when you do, results will happen. Amen. I want to pray for people. If you've never given your life to Christ, that's the first step. Because you can't understand your place in prayer if you don't have one. You get a place in prayer, a place of authority, a place of power when you give your life to Jesus. But... More importantly, it's you need to go to heaven and not go to hell. Jesus is the only way to heaven. The Bible says, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever 
will believe upon him will have everlasting life and will not perish. So you need to make sure you're going to heaven when Jesus comes back or if you die before that happens. Pray this prayer. Repeat it after me, but mean it from your heart between you and God. Your life changes from this moment. Say, God in heaven, I give you my life right now. I repent of my sins. I believe you sent Jesus to die for me on the cross. And I believe that he rose from the dead. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Baptize me with fire. I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven. And by God's grace, I will never turn back. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, contact me. I want to help you grow in the things of God. You can contact me on social media, on our website, however you want to. I just want to help you grow in the things of God. It's important. And for those of you who are already saved, maybe you just prayed the prayer for the first time, it's it's important to understand your place in prayer. And I want to pray for all of you right now to understand that place better. The Bible talks about how you can have the eyes of your understanding opened by the Holy Spirit. So I want to pray that over you right now. So just, if you're able to, lift your hands and receive this. Father, I thank you for every person listening on audio, watching on YouTube. And I ask you to open the eyes of their understanding. According to your word, help them to see who they are in Christ. Help them to receive that they are seated with you in heavenly places. Help them to stand in that in that place of understanding. Open their eyes as they study scripture to see who they are in Christ and their place in prayer. That as they pray, they have power, they have authority. Help them to understand better how to pray, what to pray for, how to pray for it, how to stand in faith. I ask you to strengthen them with power through your spirit and their inner being. Whatever they've been praying for and believing you for, standing in faith for, I pray the acceleration of that thing into their life, that they will not grow weary in doing good, but they will stand their ground on your word. I thank you for it right now. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, let them be strengthened with power. I curse every sickness or disease or pain out of their body. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Hallelujah. I thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, share this with other people. Help me grow the channel. Help me to reach more people. I love you guys so much. Be blessed. I'll see you Monday.